This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, despite the fact that we're well past Christmas and New Year's, I'm uh, feeling rather festive today. Festive about festivals, to be specific. Um, I'm very pleased to be getting the inside scoop on the upcoming Hamilton Arts Festival, Hamilton Arts Festival, Toy Ora Kirikiriroa. They've had a name change. Bear with me, team. Uh, but I'm getting the inside scoop from uh, none other than friend of the show and associate director and publicity uh, manager for the festival. Uh, Nicholas Walsh is here. Uh, welcome back to TTT, Nick. Kia ora, Hannah. Nice to be back. It's It's been a hot minute. It has. It's been... I feel like this is the longest we've spent apart on that. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like it, it felt for for the longest time you were on every, like, every couple months. Yeah. Be like, Better get Nick in. Yeah, yeah. How have you been? All good? Yeah, now nah, been uh, thriving and surviving. No, that's mainly just thriving. It's that's my good. second show of 2023, and um, wow. I'm pretty pleased to be here. Good. How about you? Yeah, I'm pleased to be here too. It's good to be back, and um, yeah, 2023, exciting. Long time coming. Exactly. 365 days coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, roughly. but I, I feel like this year... Pressure is not the right word, but there's there's potentially a level of expectation for you in at least regards to the festival for this year, because obviously 2022 was a bit of a mm. write-off. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it was it was more than a write-off, really. It was, yeah, just cancelled completely. It was a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. but before we um, get into <clears throat> that, uh, I think we should start at the very beginning, which is Hamilton Arts Festival, kind of like what it is, where it is, when mm. it is, how it is. No. <laughs> everyone asks what it is, and everyone, no one asks how, how the festival is. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so what it is, uh, it's a performing arts festival that's been taking place in Hamilton for 25 years-ish, um, predominantly held in the Hamilton Gardens, although in recent years it's expanded to include different venues including the meteor mm. clarence street theater um different victoria parts of the cbd the yeah victoria yeah. on the river um and when uh february 24th to march 5th mm-hmm. so you know just over a month away no pressure for you guys yeah um and how um with a lot of effort and um cooperation from lots of good people and uh, you know, talented artists. Okay, I'm, I'm really pleased that you attempted to answer the how. That was quite, <laughs> yeah. that was quite lovely, actually. But uh, I, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to attend the launch of the festival back in 2022. Um, luckier than Nick, actually, because <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nick organized. You organized. Well, you helped organize the launch, and then you were I unable did. to attend. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag spicy cough and. <laughs> Um, it's looking like a pretty lit lineup. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It was a shame not to be able to attend the launch event because it does feel like a um, a bit of a payoff for the yeah. for the work and to get to see people's immediate reactions to the program is always fun. Well, and my thing is, you probably spent majority of twenty twenty two like keeping the secret of like what you'd booked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and so you you don't get that payoff of being like, see, <laughs> you know, <laughs> look how great this is. Yeah. But um, it is looking lovely. And uh, for those of you who are like, what is this lineup that she is waxing lyrical about? Uh, if you go to the Hamilton Arts Festival website, you can find it. Also, there are physical paper booklets out and mm, about, which yeah. are quite nice if you're in for some reading. Yeah. I always wonder, like how is it hard to limit like the amount of pages in the booklet because it always just feels the correct length yeah no it definitely definitely is um it's something that does take a lot of time the the pagination that's like the word for the layout and okay number of pages and stuff Um, i have learned something today (laughs) and um yeah this time in particular like the cost of paper has gone up with um COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was also a consideration with the program, what kind of paper we were going to use, how many pages we'd need, um, everything like that, and trying to make it as user-friendly as possible, of course. I mean, it it is great because, like, I don't know, there's something, even though I know it's online, and often that's the first place I find out about um, Hamilton Arts Festival stuff is because if I'm at the launch or I see other people at the launch, I, like, you know, go onto the website and be like, soon, you know. (laughs) But, like, you know, it just feels, for as long as I can remember, there's always been a uh, festival program on the coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> in the house. And I don't even live with my parents anymore, and there is a festival program on the coffee table oh, in our good. house. That's good, yeah. It's just got to be there. And even last year when the 2022 one was cancelled, I had a brochure, and I kept it on the table until the fi- the festival, the, t- the day that the festival would have ended, because I'm like... <laughs> feel like it's only right oh nice yeah yeah i like having a physical copy like i definitely prefer that to scrolling through a website personally but yeah. um, i think everyone's different when it comes to that kind of thing although the um hamilton arts festival website is very nice the search bar changes everything for me absolutely yeah we have and we've had a revamp of the website and yeah we're pretty happy with that and the rebrand and how the designs all looking and um credit to the team at king street for putting all that together well, and you mentioned you've had a revamp of the website and a rebrand, so I feel like this is a good um, time for me to ask about the new name. So previously it was Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival, now it's Hamilton Arts Festival, Hamilton Arts Festival Toy Auto Kirikiriroa. Yeah, yeah, so the the name change has been talked about internally for a few years now, and I think just with the expansion of the festival um, and us sort of looking at moving in sort of new directions it Mm. felt timely to do it and I think especially after last year being uh, cancelled thanks to COVID it felt like a nice treat for ourselves as well to kind of come out with a new name and um and a name that reflects uh sort of our position Mm. um as a festival because you know uh, although we were called the Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival I think it's generally accepted that we are you know Hamilton's Arts Festival yeah, well, but that's I mean, not necessarily that wasn't necessarily in the name previously yeah because I mean there's essentially nothing else and you guys are the most consistent you know yeah, you're yeah, there yeah. every year 
yeah. with um, good quality programming where I don't even have to choose. I just rock up <laughs> and it chooses me. It's, yeah, that's it's how it should be. Yep. Or you just grab one of your booklets, close your eyes, rifle rifle through, pick something and then go. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. I mean, I want to say that I do that all the time, but I'm not brave enough. I don't know if brave is the right word, but I'm I'm very much a planner. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, but it- you know... It's as you guys always do. Well, you did it um, this year before Christmas Eve of 2022. Your early bird went until midnight mm. Christmas Eve 2022, and I'm like, okay, got to get the sort sorted, yeah. like lock it in. Oh, good. Yeah, it's good to have an incentive to get those tickets. Yeah, and uh, tickets. If you are looking for some um, and more info on the program, uh, go to the Hamilton Arts Festival website and uh, Event Finder is where your tickets are through. Correct. That's right. Yep. And um, there are also some uh, free events um, as part of the festival, so not everything's ticket- ticketed, which is cool. Um, you've got the Summer Shakespeare back, which is the classic. Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, Sunset Symphony, which is obviously yep. another big one for the festival, and then. Every every night of the festival, there's um, bands performing at the mm. hub, and that's all free. Um, so yeah, lots and lots of free shows this year. I think more than ever before. So that's cool. Which I mean, I feel like everyone's kind of ready for that, especially as you're 25 years ish. Was last year your 25 year anniversary? I think so. Yeah. Okay, and so we're making up for it. This year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do for my birthday this year. I'll be like, yeah, guys, I'm 25. It's yeah, definitely yeah, not a number it, that's higher than that. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> it's a leap year. Take two. Yeah. Leap year. I like that. Um, and, you know, obviously we've kind of, you've given us a when, where, how of the festival. But in, in terms of what kind of attendees can expect, mm. what can they expect? Well, I think without using a cliche i mean there is please use the cliche there's something for everyone and and i mean there's just no better way to say it but um yeah there's theater music of all kinds Mm. dance uh we've even got an exhibition happening um in collaboration with the waikato museum so it's it's really just a a a full-on immersive arts experience and i think because we are lucky to have the hamilton gardens as our main venue Mm. we're really utilizing that space more than ever um and there's going to be a lot of like roving entertainment and just unexpected things happening in random gardens so it's really kind of just like come along and you may not even have bought a ticket and you can just come along and experience a lot of the free entertainment and you'll you'll be surprised at, at what you find that's what I like to hear. That sounds good to me. I mean, when you say like unexpected surprises, I'm like, I hope they're expected from your end. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, as yeah. as someone in your position, yeah, as an associate director for the festival, <laughs> yeah, 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 as yeah. random stuff starts happening, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, no, I, surprises for everyone, um, but but the team, We're, we'll know well in advance. Okay, um, shout out to the team. I it's. Safe to say that you guys are a pretty tight team. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really small. Um, we've been really small for what it achieves as well. Yeah, yeah. So much mahi for like a very small team. Yeah, it, it's it is um, it's a lot. Um, and the team's been the core team has been working together for the mm. last three or four years. So it's really nice, and it feels like a family kind of thing. Which is what you want, uh, you know, when you're kind of sweating out, sweating it out at a festival at yeah. all hours, literally all hours. Yeah, I think that's important. Um, and, you know, we all understand each other and we get along really well. So 
that part of it's really fun. Good to hear. And um, I want to take a minute to break for a song, but I feel like there's there's a good way to intro this. And I don't know if headline act is the right word, but mm. basically I'm going to play a very popular song from the hit film Pulp Fiction. And I, you know, how's the best way to explain this? There's a link because you have a event inspired by Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs uh, headlining the festival, correct? That's right, yeah. We have a star-studded band um, featuring Tammy Nielsen, um, Milan from Pluto, five or six sort of top-tier musicians um, performing those soundtracks live, uh, and that's on the Rhododendron lawn, so that's going to be a really big show and with a, with a big band who actually performed um, at the launch event and sounded incredible from what I from I what know, I, saw. I was there. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, it was incredible. It was actually incredible. Um, they played the song, uh, it's Pump It by the Black Eyed Peas, Iconic. And um, yeah, they played the song and then at the same time they started like a preview video of what, um, you know, the festival lineup entailed. And honestly, I was blown away. Nice. And I can't say there have been many times where a video with music has blown me away, but, (laughs) you know, it it was great. And honestly, I'm like, I'd forgotten this song existed. Nice. But, like, you know, it's it's all positive. So uh, I guess this one's for all the Tarantino fans out there.
real life is live and direct watching this scene Breaking on down for the B-boys and B-girls We're in the do they thing Up it, louder, come on, don't stop And keep it going, do it Let's get it on, move it Come on, baby, do it Pump it by the Black Eyed Peas, and uh, I just want to take a moment to uh, correction corner this a wee bit. So I said that Pump it by the Black Eyed Peas was in Pulp Fiction. Uh, Nick was very kindly told me in that song break that he's like, well, actually, it wasn't the Black Eyed Peas song. The Black Eyed Peas sampled the guitar riff from the song in Pulp, in Pulp Fiction to make Pump it. And so, thank you, Nick. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no, well, it's because um, during that song break, I was saying to Nick, I'm like, I can't believe Pump It by the Black Eyed Peas was out when Pulp Fiction came out, because I don't think it aligns. And he's like, it's because it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like, I, you know, if there's one thing I like to do on That's the Ticket is um, A, get all the tea, and B, um, say it correct. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, we're getting there. And uh, so now I guess... Um, Better pour the tea, Nick. Yes. <laughs> nah. But uh, we've been talking about uh, Hamilton, Ar- Hamilton Arts Festival, uh, which is coming up quite soon, just over a month, uh, 24th of February to the 5th of March, and tickets are available right now via Event Finder. Go check out the program uh, if you haven't already. And I want to kind of... And I know this is probably something you've had to kind of dredge up many a time, but I want to talk about the 2022 cancellation. Sure. Because obviously it, it would have been a tough call, um, the right call. Yeah. But did did you find it kind of impacted the, for want of another word, rebuild? Yeah. Um, it's it's an interesting question because, yeah, I mean, absolutely it did. And, you know, it was super um, heart-wrenching to have to cancel it, especially, you know, just a few weeks out from from when we were supposed to go live but um on the other hand we were able to rebook um you know a a good portion of the shows for this year which Mm. was nice so in some ways we kind of had a head start in the programming it's it's really nice to see that a lot of people well gigs from last time were keen to jump back on the bandwagon as it were definitely yeah and um I feel like it feels good as a as a presenter to be able to do that for mm. artists because you know they've had a really tough time of it over the last few years with you know tours getting cancelled and um, you know venues shutting down and, and everything like that. So um, it's nice to be able to do our part and say you know we're gonna we're gonna stick to our word and you're gonna play in Hamilton <laughs> whether whether it's you know now or, or later yeah I feel like some of these shows are gonna be brought to you by the terms 
finally (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely but it is really nice and i don't know it just makes me feel like more of a festival nerd because you know when the program for this year's fest dropped i'm like i remember that from last year that was last year that was last year yeah that's cool and um yeah a lot of a lot of people have said you know they're really excited about certain shows that were cancelled and Mm. they're stoked that they're coming back and they got their tickets nice and quick so yeah that's always nice for us as well (laughs) well yeah generally getting tickets quickly um pointed hint at everyone listening right now is uh Mm. you know great for everyone but do it for nick guys no yeah yeah. do it for my for my sanity nick sanity yeah and on the topic of your sanity so you're an associate director for the festival and you're the publicity dude Mm. was one job not enough nick (laughs) um no yeah (laughs) um no i started i started doing i started doing the publicity and then yeah just just naturally i got more interested in the programming side of it so yeah the last well this year and and last year that wasn't meant to mm. be i did the <coughs> the curation of all the music yeah side of it so yeah that's just something that i'm into and excited about so yeah why it's, not it's not very often i have someone on that's so this i could be like i'm just really into like programming and organizing <laughs> events yeah well i guess that's me yeah well i mean it connects that you know you started out with programming the music lineup because you've got a wee bit of a background in that kind of domain yeah yeah that's definitely my forte i suppose and i guess i can't ask you to say which is your favorite out of the publicity or the programming (laughs) that's Uh, not allowed right no probably not i i mean right now i'm excited about the the programming part of it just because it's newer and um but you know, one one feeds into the other. True. And I guess I know you, we've got to get through um, the 2023 festival, but when does the planning for next year start? Pretty much straight after. Really? Yeah, straight after. Um, there's a lot of funding, work around mm. like funding acquittals that needs to happen yeah. straight after as well. Um, yeah, we're always thinking about about it and there's also cases of like you know you may try to book a band and they're unable to do it but you keep them in the back of the mind for the next one and so Mm. those conversations are ongoing okay that's good to know surely there's a list somewhere i'd (laughs) i'd pay to see the list (laughs) or actually i'd pay to see the list of like people who couldn't make it yeah you know yeah yeah but you know that's that's not the point even though i did say earlier that that's the ticket one of the teasers for tea getting all the gossip <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> you, you can but try yeah and gosh she's having a try isn't she <laughs> no i um, respect it thank you but uh you you mentioned um in that kind of first half of your interview that this is it's been the same team for about three years mm. have you been on for longer than that or are you on your third year uh i'm on my third okay well yeah third okay. third year yeah yeah Nice. And um, I do want to take a moment to um, shout out uh, one of your, well, your co-director, director, Jeff? Jeff. What do we call Jeff? Just Jeff? Uh, I call him boss man. Boss man, (laughs) director. Yeah, no, I just call him Jeff. But he's the the festival director, yep. Um, Really vibed his speech. um, Oh, cool. Well, because he's, I think he kind of changed it up last minute and I had respect for that. Yeah. Because he, he said, he's like, I normally go through all the stuff that's coming, but instead, because we've already had a hell of a, 
year last year or whatever let's just do the thing we did it and i was oh, like cool. that was quite baller jeff and i appreciate that nice yeah um someone sent me the video um, oh, nice. of the speech so it was cool to be able to watch that oh well at least hopefully uh knock on wood uh nick will be able to make the closing <laughs> yes. ceremony for the festival yes oh jinkies but um so you know this is your third year on the team obviously you've learned a lot um well i'm gonna assume you have you'd hope so <laughs> you would hope so and especially seeing as you've taken on on more roles in your time because mm. one is not enough um kind of any key takeaways that you're willing to share with our avid listeners nick <laughs> uh, um i think being able to be adaptable mm. is definitely important because um you got to just roll with the punches and uh you know there's been a few times where there's been you know a band or an, a show that we've been really excited about that hasn't worked out for whatever reason and then you kind of just got to scrap it and rebuild it again um and not let it get to you too much so i think just being ad- adaptable and definitely with the obvious um covid factor of the last yeah. couple of years we've definitely had to work around that and really think on our feet definitely and I, I i feel like with last year you guys were kind of like the first ones to fall yeah yeah it was it was interesting to see that it was sort of like a, yeah like a domino effect but then in saying that um the previous year we were really lucky in that we we managed to go ahead with the whole festival bar the last day mm. so that was super lucky because all the festivals that came after us had to cancel entirely so yeah actually i have swings a, and roundabouts yes <laughs> i have a cool memory i was at sunset symphony and then everyone got the alerts yeah and i just yeah. remember thinking like oh at least i got sunset Symphony. yeah yeah it, yeah i had i have a vivid memory of the the same yeah. thing and kind of thinking well like it's not it's not the worst that, no and i mean yeah that's the thing i it's just so good that you got most of the festival in because i mean the last one i went to was amazing yeah this year's lineup looks incredible and i do just want to take a moment to plug that there's a lot of kind of youth and family friendly things or yeah. opportunities to do those things which i i always think is great i mean you, you say it uh you said it earlier like it's all inclusive and that's not just in the sense that there's every genre or sort of experience under the sun, but like, you know, every age group, every, yeah, there literally is something for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, we we want it to be one of those things where you could just come along on yeah. on the weekend without really much of a plan and be able to find something that that you'd be into. I should try that. Maybe I should try it. It's, it's something I've never done before, but I should just one day of the festival just rock up and then be like, Nick, what's happening? <laughs> like, I'm I'm going to find my destiny here and make incredible memories. Yeah, I'd, I'd support that. That'd be fun. But um, I want to play another track because I've gone a bit on theme, uh, if we couldn't tell with that first song, uh, which was a reference to uh, the headline act that you guys have coming through playing... Uh, songs from Pulp Fiction and uh, Reservoir Dogs. And um, next, I want to play a track uh, by Looking for Alaska. Because you you guys have them coming through, right? Yeah, they're going to play a show at Victoria on the River with a few other local bands. Should be 
Should be fun. Uh, also a free event. So good. Didn't was today years old when I found out it was free, <laughs> but am not disappointed at all. And I feel like have they've played at the festival before, eh? In, the, in the yeah, they've played at a, at a few of them. One yeah. one that I've been a part of. Okay, um, but I know that they've had a strong history with the festival. They're local and yeah, and Victoria on the River will be cool. I yeah, think. yeah, it'll be exciting. It'll be really cool. Um, there's a couple events uh, happening there, and the other event is a breakdancing competition. Are you competing? <laughs> Not planning on it, but, you know. Still we'll time. See. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got time Get to my train. my chops up, yeah. But um, I've gone for uh, their top track, uh, top ranking track on Spotify. It's uh, called Calling Out. So uh, here's looking for Alaska, and we'll be back, fam.
that was uh, looking for Alaska calling out. Uh, you can catch them at Victoria on the River as part of Hamilton Arts Festival. Uh, I'm not going to push you for the date, Nick, because that would be hard. <laughs> well, it's just there's so many events. Do you actually know the whole number of events, like the total number of events in the festival? Um, events, there's there's around 35 shows. But, okay. you know, some of, the, some of them have multiple. Okay. Multiple shows, multiple screenings, whatever. And the festival's like two weeks. Yeah, it's ten days. Ten days. Ten days long. So, yeah, there's, okay. a, lot, there's a lot going on. Oh, I reckon you got room for more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Uh, well, it's a well-programmed festival. I'm not shady Thank about you. it at all. Um, that sounded like I was being sarcastic, but like I literally am not shady about it. I'm very <laughs> pleased uh, with the job that Nick and Jeff and the rest of the team have done so far. Thank you. Let that be permanently on the record. <laughs> um, but uh, as we've been saying, Hamilton Arts Festival Toy Auto Kitty Kitty Roy is back this year, running throughout the city from the 24th of February to the 5th of March, and tickets are available now via Event Finder. Um, head on over to the um, HAF. Are we calling it HAF? I think that's up to to uh, you, the people, to decide. Whether As to call I, it the people. <laughs> um, yeah, I just because I used to be bandy about HGAF, like it, there was no tomorrow. Right. But uh, the Hamilton Arts Festival website, um, it's new, it's improved, it's awesome, it's available um, at your nearest internet connected device. Please don't do this if you were driving, team. <laughs> Um, but yeah, go check it out. And uh, I want to take a little sidestep now from the festival um, to kind of ask some more Nick-related questions while Nick is here. Um, get them in in the nick of time. <laughs> By all means. Have you had that one before, that pun? Um, yes. Okay. So now I want to <laughs> ask, like, what ones do you get a lot? And I'm like, this isn't the <laughs> time for this. I'd be lying if I said no. Um... <laughs> Actually, do you get Nick more, Nick or Nicholas more? Uh, Nick, definitely, okay. definitely Nick, yeah. She asks near the end of the interview after calling him <laughs> yeah. Nick for the entire show bar the intro where I said Nicholas one time. Um, but no, obviously you exist outside the festival. I do. Just <laughs> slightly. <laughs> and so, um, you know, previous times you've come on that the ticket, it was to to talk about a uh, magical place called Never Project Space, mm. which uh, is Nevermore. That's right. Yeah, we we decided to close our doors end of last year. Mm. Yeah. Tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was a really cool thing. And, um, mm. you know, we did a lot of shows, had a lot of exhibitions, um, and we just decided it was a good time to call it a day um, rather than sort of let it... I think it's cool to to go out um, on a high note. Yeah. So that was sort of the thinking behind it. And um, both myself and Eliza, the co-director, have got um, new things on the horizon as well. So there's that. No, and I respect that. Nick and I were talking um, about this in the song break. And I was like, never mind shedding a tear. And Nick's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, well, I do respect you guys for making the call when you did. And I think that's that. It kind of just adds to the coolness of Never, because you guys were always super cool, super, you know, ahead of the game, I guess. And it, it, it just feels like it's really on brand for you guys to just be like, "Yep, 
Call we're it. doing real great, but we're going to call it, and we're going to call it like pros, and we're going to go out with a bang. Which, yeah. Which um, you guys did, essentially. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I like I like that way of looking at it. And, mm. um, yeah, ultimately, like, it's it's a, it's a lot of time and energy yeah. from essentially two people. Yeah. And, you know, we did it for a few years, and the, the whole time it was COVID, like, the very first show that we we put on we had to mm. cancel because of covid and then we did it as a like a live stream thing like that was the very first lockdown was when we opened so rough the whole time it was covid so um which was cool and i think um a lot of people uh, you know said really nice things when we had our closing party about it being a great place for them to have during the lock during COVID, obviously yeah. not the lockdowns, but you know the times we were allowed out. So yeah, it was good. We, I think, we both feel good about what we've done, and yeah, on to the next. On to the next, and um, you mentioned earlier that both you and Eliza are moving on to uh, new things. Is there anything you can talk about on that's the ticket? Um, at least, well, well, just uh, speak for myself. Um, I, I guess I guess I've got a few things in mind, but I I I kind of just want to um, not be quite as busy for a while, and I see will what that, that when I see it next, and see see what happens with that yeah. before I um before I decide on doing anything too quickly. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a very diplomatic answer. It's <laughs> yeah. not quite the gossip I was hoping Spoken for. Spoken like a politician. Yeah. Is that is that where your next move? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Surely there's some music on the horizon, though. I hope there is. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, definitely, music is something that I'm going to be focusing on. So that that'll be fun because um, having a running a a venue, um, somewhat ironically, is not always conducive to being you know an artist or a musician. No, I completely understand <laughs> that because like pre that's the ticket and pre me um working at the meteor and then where i work now at h3 like you know i've been known as someone who's been in the arts community i used to like act and stuff and produce and then i started working in the arts and i'm like nope (laughs) yeah it's it's weird you run out of time and energy and yeah because you're too busy producing other people's yeah yeah and i think um that's something that we talked about with Never is that we didn't we didn't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it kind of did happen. Um, so I, I think that's probably a factor as well in deciding to close it. But um, you just need to program yourself into the festival now. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, that's that's next year's cha- cha- challenge. We'll see. Yeah, this time next year we'll be talking about. It. Yeah, and um. You know, obviously we touched on how 2022 was the 25th anniversary, but, you know, 2022 festival can happen, and so now this year's kind of the 2025. Is anything happening to mark the occasion? Just the festival going <laughs> yeah, ahead, honestly. On. Yeah, the festival going ahead feels like a, a marking of the occasion, I think, and, and the rebrand. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I assume you, you mentioned King Street Advertising uh, yeah. with your programs and stuff. Do they help with the new logo and stuff as well? Yeah, so they do all our design and a good chunk of the marketing, mm. um, and they have done for years, and yeah. a huge um, financial supporter of the festival. Yeah, no, um, they're good sorts down at King Street. They are. they got a lot of good people on their team, and yeah, um, yeah it's just super talented, lovely people to work with. 
And actually, on the topic of super talented, lovely people to work with, I do want to take a minute uh, to talk about your trust. Because um, the festival, you've got a a trust behind you. Yep. And they're all very awesome. I don't know why I sound surprised, but I was lucky enough to, um, you know, talk to some of your trustees at the festival launch. Yeah. And so... And are they involved in any way in the programming or anything like that? Um, they are in the fact that they have to approve everything mm. and look at the financial risks and stuff of each show and I, su- I suppose sort of um, approve the direction. Yeah. And, you know, they're all, like you say, they're all super cool people and, you know, they have yeah strong opinions about things, which is what you want. And um, so, yeah, they, they, they absolutely... Sh- sort of shape the programming Mm. yeah i mean i guess my point of bringing this up is that i feel like people forget that the festival is reliant on kind of funding and people helping out like everyone just assumes that it just kind of magically happens oh yeah and it's so much more than that isn't it like you guys have so many awesome people in your corner who things literally couldn't happen without it's huge yeah i mean you asked earlier about when we start working on mm. the next festival and it is literally Jeff handles most of the funding stuff and he's literally working like the following Monday he'll be working yeah. on funding and that's throughout the year um yeah we're we're 100% reliant on funding and mm. you know like Hamilton City Council Well Energy Trust there's so there's so many I'm not going to name them all but there's there's so many um organizations that have contributed to make it happen and um particularly when the arts are sort of under stress mm. thanks to covid and everything so it it means a lot to to have that support and you know we don't take it for granted by any means no and i mean as a festival goer Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to thank your funders too. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, otherwise my summer plans would be stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. But, um, I, you know, it's been really nice to have a catch-up, Nick. I feel like we it should is. do this, like, on-air on Man's the Ticket more often. <laughs> yeah. Like, we should solely hang out um, when other people can hear us hanging out, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. good way to do it. I look forward to next time, I'm sure. Sure, it won't be too too far away. No, well, we'll see how you go with uh, taking a break. Yeah, yeah, let's see. <laughs> that, that'll determine it. Uh, right. But, um, yeah, I'm going to, you know, play you out with another reference to your phenomenal program for the festival. And I believe this is one of the first um, events happening. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, I'm playing a song from uh, the film Moulin Rouge. Nice. Because you guys have another relatively big gig that's similar to the Tarantino one, actually. It's uh, some awesome New Zealand musicians and singers uh, presenting the soundtrack of the hit film Moulin Rouge, correct? Yeah, yeah. So it's um, Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge, his mm. ad- adaptation of Moulin Rouge, um, and it features Milan Boric, uh, Luana, Zoe Moon, Sebastian Holland-Dudding, um, uh, three opera stars. It's and a and a huge band again. It's going to be a yeah. massive production. Um, again on the rhododendron lawn. So really, really big, spectacular show. Yeah, yeah. I had um friend of the show Kirsty Dawson Smith on that's the ticket. Uh, last episode, my first episode of twenty twenty three, and we were talking about the festival. It was in my like what's on section of the show. Oh yeah. 
and I think I dropped this because I was like talking about um, Hamilton Arts Festival and I'm like Moulin Rouge and she's like oh I'd go to that should we go to it and then we started like making plans on the show and I'm like this is either really good publicity or very irritating to listen to Uh, call in with your comments please don't Um, but no I'm going to play you out with that so uh, thanks so much Nick and I really do wish you and the team the absolute best for the festival thank you Hannah thanks very much thanks for having me no worries, mate. Oh, sisters, let me hear your flow, sisters. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow,
Lady Marmalade from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, uh, Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge, uh, to be specific. Um, absolute banger of a track, if I don't say so myself. Uh, really appreciate a solid cowbell in a song. Like, not a word of a lie out my mouth right now. But uh, that was, uh, as I said, Lady Marmalade from Moulin Rouge. Uh, Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim, Meyer and Pink on that track as well. Uh, if you haven't seen the film Moulin Rouge, highly recommended it. Recommend it. Uh, it has since been adapted into a award-winning Broadway musical and uh, the soundtrack is coming to Hamilton Arts Festival as we talked about before that song break. Uh, huge thanks again to uh, Nick for joining me uh, earlier on the show today. Always great to um, have a catch-up and honestly the excitement is at an all-time high for uh, the festival, uh, Hamilton Arts Festival Toyota Kirikiriroa which is back uh, this year, finally, after a 2022 cancellation and running uh, throughout the city, throughout Kirikiriroa, from the 24th of February to the 5th of March, and tickets are available right now via Event Finder. Cannot wait. And um, I guess now is probably a good time for me to segue into more upcoming events around the city, because even though we're in, you know, we're still in January, there's so much on already and it's uh, such a great place to be and such a great place to be when uh, you have an arts-based radio show because it means I get to talk to so many awesome and lovely people like Nick. But uh, in no particular order, uh, this week, this Friday, uh, Gourmet in the Oval 7s edition is uh, coming up at the Claudelands Oval. Now, uh, this one isn't as arts-based as my usual event plugs, but... I just think it's a cool event, so I decided to share. So if you've heard or uh, heard of or attended Gourmet in the Gardens, then uh, Gourmet in the Oval 7s edition will be right up your street. Uh, to celebrate this weekend's HSBC NZ7s at FMG Stadium Waikato, Gourmet in the Gardens, um, they're going on tour. Uh, they're going on tour to the Claudelands Oval, which is the lawn next to uh, Claudeland Event Centre, and um, that's going to be running on Friday, the 20th of January. And uh, all your favourite food trucks will be set up uh, for you to come and enjoy. Plus, all the teams competing in the HSBC New Zealand Sevens will be in attendance too. Entry to the event is free. And it's uh, bring your own sunblock, deck chairs and picnic blankets. And obviously uh, bring some putia so you can buy some kai from the food trucks because it's probably going to be delicious. And uh, as I always do with the podcast of this episode, I will put up to uh, links to some of the stuff I've talked about. So don't freak out if you, you know, can't remember everything I've talked about or haven't written it down. I mean, I'm pretty sure the only person writing stuff down right now is my mum, Kilda mum. And uh, elsewhere, looking ahead to Feb, uh, friends of That's the Ticket, um, Ha Ha Hamilton Comedy Collective, who I had on near the end of 2022, 
Uh, they're back up and running for 2023. They have a comedy lounge show at Navarra Lounge on uh, the 1st of February, actually. It's a Wednesday, and uh, tickets are available now via Event Finder. So if you're keen for a laugh, um, highly recommend getting along to that. Book your tickets in advance. They're pretty cheap, and, you know, what better way to spend a Wednesday night? And then uh, lastly, I want to take a moment uh, to shout out to the cast and crew involved with Hamilton Musical Theatre's production of Disney Frozen Junior. Now, the show actually opened today to a sold-out audience for both their shows today, and they actually have a sold-out season ahead of them. And so I just wanted to take a moment to say congratulations, guys. Well done, and uh, I wish everyone the best moving forward. And um, I think that's about me uh, for today. But uh, thanks for tuning in, and um, I will see you guys later. Oh, hold on. No, I was only pretending. There's one more very important part of that's the ticket that um, I need to do, which is Rick's pick, of course. Um, And I feel like Uncle Rick, he had the first play last week, so I'm giving him the last play this week. So uh, to play myself out, I've got. I've tried to keep on theme with the Hamilton Arts Festival because it's summer and there's heaps of cool events happening this summer. And um, I've gone for a track on the Rick's Pick list called Theme from a Summer Place. Uh, this is the remastered version uh, and it's by Nori Palmer and his orchestra. And to explain Rick's Pick, basically I have an Uncle Rick and he's a great listener of music, great listener of radio. And when he found out that I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he's like, okay, cool, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list. And every week he can pick off a song off the list and um, play it as Rick's Pick. And every week I have, and that's how we ended up today with Theme from a Summer Place, uh, the remastered version by Nori Palmer and his orchestra. But now I actually will leave you, and uh, I'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, this one's for you, Uncle Rick. Matewa etefano. Thank you.
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.